Egypt could raise the roof here with a goal. I don't believe it. David Beckham scores the goal to take England all the way to the World Cup Finals. And Scholes gets forward, he's got Heskey on for the pass. England are in again, it's Emil Heskey! Here's another Owen run. He's going to worry them again. It's a great run by Michael Owen, and he might finish it off. Oh, it's a wonderful goal! It's Kieran Trippier. It's Kieran Trippier's first goal for England is in a World Cup semi-final inside five minutes. And here comes Percy, but some fibbler on the pitch. They think it's all over. Alright guys, welcome back to the Pace of Power podcast. I'm your host Ed Dowling. With me today I've got Daniel Hamilton in the bottom. What's happening? Hey And I've got Pat in the top left. How's it going? Hello. And we are rounding up the first match week, if you like, of the Euros. Including that England game, and we will be previewing the England Scotland game on Friday, which we're all very excited for. But, guys, what I want to get from you first is just your general thoughts about the tournament so far. How's it been going for you guys? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's been brilliant. Um, it's been a very welcome break from from domestic football, from Arsenal. Um, but aside from that, I just think the, the 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 atmosphere the quality of football it's all been very good i've, I've been very entertained um mm. apart from the spain who was it spain sweden sweden, sweden. Apart, from that, apart from that match i don't think there's been a really truly boring one yet no. um and I've, I've watched i've watched nearly every game um but it's just it's great having fans back especially art the um was it the portugal portugal hungary or it was a full mm. stadium oh yeah, man it was, it was amazing amazing <laughs> Um, yeah, well, at the time of recording, that we are recording on the Wednesday, just after the Ukraine North Macedonia game, and just before the the Denmark Belgium game. Yes, yeah. So we'll be reviewing basically all the games up until this point. What would you guys say was the your standout game so far? England aside, obviously. Now, I only saw bits and bobs, but I'm gonna go straight in there with Netherlands Ukraine. That, yeah. That would- Hmm. It had quality goals. It had lots of goals. It Holland went ahead. Ukraine pulled it back. Holland winner. Quality game. Top quality. Yeah, I was. I was going to say that one as well. Um, I mean, to be fair, I really enjoyed the Ukraine, uh, Ukraine North Macedonia game just now. And this, this is, I think, something I would say as well is that a lot of the games in this tournament, which you would look at on paper and think of as being very it's going to be very lacking quality. Mm. I think those games have been some of the most entertaining ones. Just think, thinking, especially the finishing, there's yeah. quite a bit of left to be desired with, with some of the finishing up, some of the like strikers, some of the play up top. Like yeah. even even particularly the top teams, yeah, yeah, England's, Italy's, Portugal's, even even. France, Germany, yes, um, the other day. None of the none, none of the top teams are really scoring very many. Well, Belgium was scoring. Uh, Lukaku has uh, really, really shown up so far. However, yeah, yeah he's he's bringing the heat. <laughs> yeah, he well, I think I think goal. I'll amend my wording a bit and say I don't think the quality has been gr- necessarily great. I think the entertainment val- value has been great. That's exactly um, how I put it. Yeah. yeah. So 
Ed, what do you think of what have you thought of the tournament so far? Ah, uh, he's stuffing well, his face right now. <laughs> I'd say my part, the personal game I'd say was probably the most enjoyable. Is um, I really enjoyed the France Germany game actually. Even though if you told me before that it would have been one 0 France and it would have been an own goal on paper, it sounds really boring. But obviously, if you watch the game, I really like how France play like on the break. Yeah, um, I thought, yeah, it was just yeah. a very good battle, wasn't it? They had it all. It was it was played at a very very fast pace as well, which a lot of these, yeah, so a lot of these sort of one nil, nil nil games between two giants end up being quite you know cagey and slow. But it was honestly it was it was counter attack after counter attack. Uh, I thought Paul Pogba put in the performance of the tournament. Um, very it. possibly he was he was amazing, unbelievable. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. crazy. Um, I, I think as well, it's yeah, he had world class midfielders in Kroos and Gundogan on strings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also was thinking during the game. I think Kylian Mbappe is, by actually quite a strong distance now, the most entertaining player to watch in the world. Oh. In my opinion, his his pace on some of the breakaways is just a fucking that, joke. Yeah, like, that the offside goal that he scored, even though oh. BS. I celebrated that yes. like I celebrated that like a, like a huge Tottenham goal. I was yeah, after <laughs> I was I was if I was off my could, off my sofa as well. If you could design a player on FIFA, like to be the best player in the game, like you know when what was what was his name Hunter? You know when it was your career mode. He oh yeah, <laughs> he is literally he is the like the the player you would make yeah. if you could make. Any player with any attributes, he is there, it. Like there was a point, you know, you know when um, he was racing, racing away, and then Hummels made that possibly penalty, possibly great tackle. Um, oh, he, yeah, he, yeah, but he he demonstrated pace that I don't think I've ever seen before <laughs> to get away there. It was unbelievable. It was what separates him as well? It's he has this electric pace, which is you know is rare, but you see players that have that. I think. It's the ability to stop like on a on a dime, basically, and not I have perfect balance in stopping after running that quickly. Yeah. I saw a couple of times where he'd like he'd cut in and cut out again. And as a defender, like I, you know, there, is there anything you can do about that? No. It's, it's actually like oh, it's just ridiculous. You have to just and it was, it go was... in with, with your challenge, commit, and if you if you fuck it up, you fuck it up, basically. That's just in, in the second half, it was very amusing when they brought on when Germany brought on Werner, just how like diametrically opposed <laughs> to because because they're probably they're probably around about as fast as each other, and that probably. is where the similarities end. <laughs> It. I'd say no, Mbappe's probably quicker, isn't it, to be fair? I, I think so, yeah. It probably is, but I don't think it'd be like a, a clear-cut race, like yeah. rapid, but you just can't do anything else. Werner's cameo was, was so funny. <laughs> he oh, passed the ball out of play like twice for the first like, yeah, five Yeah, passes, ball cannoning off his shins. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, what I'm used to. Sure. But yeah, yeah uh, lots of good games so far. Obviously, there was Wales versus Turkey yesterday. Um, top quality stuff me personally I'm always going to support support one of the UK nations apart from Scotland um, even though I did support uh, Scotland I'm like yeah here and there but Wales I'm yeah. always going to I would I would have thought you would have preferred Scotland I mean you know lived there for like four years that's true I, I support I said I would support <laughs> Scotland against everyone but England obviously but even then it's difficult because they hate they, yeah. I think they, they hate England so much and it was so do Wales but it's just more I don't know it's more of like a West Ham Spurs rivalry. I th- I, no, I, I was going to say I think I think um, 
like Scotland are to England as Everton are to Liverpool, uh, where I think, and I think it's much more justified uh, and I completely back Scotland on this, but like that, I think they get more out of us losing than, than their own team doing well. <laughs> Quite possibly. Uh, which is fair but, enough. I mean, take it back to Croatia. That was a yeah. big, yeah. Um, I wouldn't <laughs> say it was, de- it was definitely not the most entertaining game we've watched so far. Definitely not. Might, might have been the, one of the least entertaining games of the tournament, actually. Mm. I thought Croatia First was, really half was, was pretty yeah. dire. Um, but that being said, uh, as long we as we won. win, you know, you know, that's what matters. And I thought we won pretty convincingly. I thought yeah. Croatia weren't in that game. And nice, nice bit, bit of revenge. revenge. Yeah. <laughs> um, it doesn't all, quite, this... quite cut it, but... Yeah, but um, it's, on this on this note, though, it's it's so funny how like now that we've won that game, we're almost definitely through already. Yeah, um, it's a weird yeah. format, isn't it? Something to be desired for from the format because I think it means that the, our, our final two games is not much in in the way of jeopardy or or risk or anything. Yeah, no, and I think isn't it something to do with if we top the group? It's actually more advantageous for us to come like second. Second, like it's, it's yeah. a shit format, isn't it? Really? <laughs> um, they should just do it like the Champions but League. Fair, that, that What's can, third can... teams qualifying? Why is that that thing? can happen yeah. anyway? That's only the case because of the group of death being such high quality. If there weren't three deadly, deadly teams in there, then that wouldn't happen. It's only that is the case because if you think most of the groups have like a Holland, a Spain, a France, um a clear cut favourite, a Belgium. Yeah. But that group is just so disgusting Stacked. that whoever comes second or third, there will be. They will be a, a big want, boy. Who do you want out of that group? Um, realistic, so it's not going to be Hungary, is it? Out of Germany, France and uh, Portugal. I think it's quite obvious. Who would you want to get in the next round? I think Germany, but yeah, I don't think I there's think much Germany. in it between them and Portugal. Definitely not France. Yeah, not 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 France. They're the ones I want to avoid. But watching watching Portugal Hungary, I thought I thought they were very lucky to win three 0 I think it flattered them a lot. They looked crap for most of the game. Probably flattering. Yeah. Um, So I I know uh, if it wasn't the fact that they had like Ronaldo and Bruno fucking Fernandez, uh, (laughs) I would I would be pretty confident. But like this is this is what I'm going to say. They're pretty close in terms of quality overall. I reckon the two, but Germany have bottle jobs and Portugal have clutch yeah clutch. I think because, that's the only the only difference because we could we also the combined power of uh you know <laughs> Penaldo and Penandes to uh to win penalties is like I know that we could be on top for the whole game we could be you know winning or whatever and then and there, there is a 100% chance of them getting a penalty and they'll somehow both get to take it at the same time and <laughs> they'll get two goals <laughs> no I, I've always because in the last Euros and the last World Cup as well Portugal never look that good they're no. quite, always quite dogged they're quite defensively tough they just but, break through but you think of the attacking players they have at their disposal like they don't look Amazing! That's it. You look at you France. France are yeah. brilliant when they play. I think. Do you know at Euros 2016, Portugal won a single game in normal time. Yeah. They, they won one group stage game. I can't remember. Yeah, if they, they, lost. They, they won Wales, and then every every other game was either penalties or extra they, time. That they they won. were shocking. Honestly, I remember it. They weren't. They weren't good. 
they as, really... much slander, as much slander as we can put on them, like I don't think England could do that, to be fair. I just don't think we're, we're not built like that. We're not built like these hardy teams, you know? We've only got to got to see England play one game so far. So judgment is reserved to this point. But I thought for large spells against Croatia, we look like a, a threatening attacking side. Um, and mm. it's just against against Scotland, you know, if we can win by two or three goals, look good doing it. You know, I, I don't see why we couldn't necessarily beat P- Portugal. Um, it's just France. France, I want to avoid until the final if we got, if yeah, we got there yeah now ed I, I don't know what your views are so i'll, I'll say you you give your your opinion on croatia first and then i'm a i'm a come in with the with the hot take what well, in terms of their general performance yeah 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 um i just think as i think temi called it bang on to be fair a lot of a lot of us what we were thinking is that spine really maximized their abilities in the last world cup and i just think those same players that perform so well then, uh, they are over the hill now. Maybe bar Modric. I think Modric is such a generational player. Like I think he'll be world-class until he literally stops playing. Um, but you look to like Perisic. I think Perisic is a really easy chance. Um, Rebic, Brozovic, they just weren't, just weren't good. And I think, to be honest, Gareth got his tactics bang on. I think uh, Calvin Phillips, the slander I was putting on his name, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. I didn't want him on the plane, let alone in the in the game, the most important game of the group, and performed amazingly well. Which I think most people. Yeah, he was he was he was the big shock. He was the big man, and rightfully won man of the match. I'd say, in in summary, though, I think we tactically got the better of them, and I think we just have better players than Croatia, and that is what that result was sort of what I would have expected to have happened, given the the relative team strength. What did you yeah. think? I. I think I agree with that in the... Obviously, it was deserved. Croatia did not really do much at all, didn't create much at all. And we we won on player quality. But I'm still... I'm not convinced on the tactics, seeing all this, oh, Gareth got it bang on, Sterling was amazing and whatnot. Because, like, one of the main issues I had was with the build-up play. The first half, it was slow, it was monotonous. And the four centre-backs, there there was this issue where Rice dropped deep and passed it in between the four of them. And one of them, usually Kyle Walker, tended to make a mistake and give the ball away. And Calvin Phillips was almost too high up. So when we were trying to play past their press, we were really ineffective and not couldn't really get it past them. It was just luck. I think we were just fortunate that they didn't threaten us at all. Yeah. And going going forward, we were wasteful, and they were sort of the same issues. And they reminded me of the games against Romania, the games against Austria. The build-up play wasn't effective enough, and the finishing wasn't there for the most part. And I feel like that is what's gonna, unless it changes, like you say, we put two, three, four past Scotland, which is what yeah. we kind of have to do. Unless that changes, I don't see us getting past a big team, which, of course, we all want. But it's just those same little things that stop us from being a top team, I think. And that's why I'm not ready to jump on the Gareth's got the tactics bang on and whatnot. Because, like, it's all well and good, Sterling making these really good runs in behind and Mount and Foden finding him. If he can't control the ball and gives it away eight times out of ten, like he was very threatening, don't get me wrong, 
But if he's just going to get tackled or not get the shot off or whatever, like yeah. he only had what? I think he only had two or three shots in the whole game. He could have had 10. If he can't get his shots off and just gives the ball away, I'm not really sure what the purpose of playing him is. I I do still think that given that we obviously need a, a player to make those runs in behind and it's going to be either him or Rashford doing that, really, I think he's probably the best option as of right now. Um, but if, if you think historically the teams that have done well internationally don't, Really have those players? I mean, look at look at Spain. They're best. No, Spain. No, 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 Spain. Spain is the one outlier. Spain is the only case where they don't have this sort of player. Um, did did Germany? They, I don't remember. I don't remember Germany. with the team we have, I don't remember. We're not Man City to be having to be having like you can't just have a team full of you know, p- purely technical players. And I mean, spe- especially if we had a uh, mobile centre-forward who was making runs beyond the final man, sure. But yeah. Kane's still doing this were, dropping deep thing, which he needs to stop. He needs he to stop. Not for I, England, it's horrible. Again, I don't know if that is because he's got used to doing that with Spurs or if that is, again, tactical from Gareth, in which case, if it was, Gareth got it wrong. Yeah. So... There's still there's there's things to iron out, but of course it's a great win. No, no, I mean it wasn't a perfect performance, definitely yeah. not. But I I'm saw, just saying, I, I think, think he got it. I, I'll, rephrase, for my, for my, I'll rephrase okay. what I said. I think he got the, in terms of nullifying the opposition. I think he got the tactics better yeah. on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whether that is pointing more to Croatia being weak or not, right. players, I don't players care. Like, are, we uh, we've under like Gareth, we have always looked like a defensively solid team, in my personal opinion. Yeah, um, yeah, I and, but, and I agree with you. I think we've always historically had problems with build-up play, and it go it gets even more frustrating considering the players we have at our disposal for that play, which yeah, points seemed, which, which seemed simply like, points to that tactical deficiency, in my opinion. Yeah, it seemed um, like there was always, whenever I looked, a massive, massive gap between say we were just passing it around on the on the halfway line. Always seemed like there was a massive gap between Rice, who was basically operating as a centre back, and Calvin Phillips, who was almost on the edge of the box. Like yeah. Calvin Phillips was great. He covered a lot of ground. He got up there. He made chances. Fantastic, but it just made it that much more difficult yeah. for us to play out. Yeah. And sometimes we got caught out with players like Walker making mistakes. To be honest, I would like to see. But I'm on, I agree with you completely, and I would like to see against Scotland a team who let's be real, probably aren't going to threaten us as much. Um, I would like to see uh, like Bellingham play it instead of saying Rice or something. Um, because because you're you're so right. Rice, like I didn't see him cross the halfway line. Like he just... I think he was I think he was told to. That's my problem. I'm not sure whether it was because I don't think he performed necessarily badly. No. It no. was more a structural thing where there was, was good, so yeah. much space between them that their only option was then to go to Trippier and hope that he could find the past amount who was almost operating his Oh, I, that, that's, that, that's another thing. Um, people have, since he had a reasonably okay performance, people have said that, oh, you know, Southgate was justified in picking Trippier at left back. Yeah. No, no, he wasn't. Pick no, a left back at left back. Still, Come on. Yeah. And if, if, yeah. if Walker's going to be that crap, <laughs> play Trippier or he's playing to right back. I will yeah. say, yeah, I, I will say that's that. Like, he, obviously, he or, didn't or, know that. Or go back Walker, to the back three. Walker didn't have a bad game because of the system. Walker had a bad game because he just had a bad game. Yeah, he just, um, yeah. And I he think couldn't the Trippier together. gamble does work. Trippier is a good player. Um, I think he's he's a good professional. You just do the job. I like that. Yeah. But obviously, we got we've got actual good left backs. And I say in general with the game, 
I think the reason why we were a bit cagey, I think it's just the instruction was basically whatever happens, don't lose. We can afford to draw. Do not lose the game. Don't ruin the yeah. mood going into the first game. I think game. The, reason, the reason he played Trippier was obvious because then the four of them could sit back. He wasn't going to run up the pitch, get to the byline with Ross, yeah. and he was going to yeah. sit back and hook a ball over the top to Sterling. Yeah. Or, or I would... I would like to see a bit more cautious, but yeah, yeah, I'm not sure I want to see that against against Scotland. I would be much more. uh, I'd be really hoping that we see Grealish or Bellingham in the starting eleven. I think I I think you can you can definitely sacrifice. Yeah, you can sacrifice. You can definitely sacrifice some of the defensive solidity against Scotland and try and play on the front foot. And you know, there's no reason why we can't play like Italy did yesterday. we have the players, definitely. We have, I'd say, a better squad, probably. Um, mm. Just need to... Yeah, and I would like to... In these games against teams where... Yeah, against Scotland, the pressure the pressure's not off completely, obviously, but we are expected to win and we are already probably going to go through. Let's see a bit of what we can do going forward rather than... Mm. Yeah. My only, my only concern is who do we then play in that? Pivot. It wasn't really a pivot because they were so far apart. But who would you play? Yeah. Because um, if you're going to play a six, it's Mel or Phillips. Um, sorry, Rice or Phillips. Yeah. And Rice, Rice is better as a six. Pretty, pretty simple. But Calvin Phillips doesn't deserve to be dropped. But at the same time, I would like to see a Bellingham, a Henderson, if he's fit. I, I was going to say maybe Henderson. Yeah. But. I don't want to see Calvin Phillips drop, so it's a sticky one. Because otherwise, sticking with the same system and there were there were issues. I think I think I would go for. I mean, me personally, this is more out of what I'd want to see in terms of entertainment, really. Than maybe it would make sense tactically, but um, I, I'd be very happy to see, say, Phillips and Bellingham as the pivot players uh, yeah. with with Mount ahead of them. Um, but Mount, the thing is, yeah, Mount wasn't really playing as a as a ten. He was he was again. He was on the, he was on the he left. Was, yeah, he was on the left. I, I think he was, you'd probably say he was starting at left centre mid and going over to the left um, to fill in when Sterling made runs. And I think, I thought Mount was exceptional. He always is. Um, yeah, it's just, he's Matt, so Mount, he's just, Mount, he's just solid. He's just consistent. He just yeah, Mount, does is, what he has to do. Mount's base to do. level is always like a seven out of 10. And then occasionally you'll have yeah. these nine out of 10 games. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Mount, they're, they're getting more and more frequent. Oh, Overall, yeah. I'd say in, as a sort of review of, of the England Croatia game, I think weren't amazing. We weren't bad. We got the job done. Put us in a great position, and I think that's why people are really looking forward to the Scotland game now because the pressure's not really on. And it's, it's very much should be done. winning, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not definitely not perfect. I think no one said it was perfect, but I think the, the reason what having watched all these big teams now, I really only think there's two big teams. I think we will really come unstuck against if we keep playing like this. And that will be Italy and France. I, I don't even... Italy will out... I think they... I just think the tactics... I think the tactics are so... So superior on Mancini's end to, to Southgate. Yeah. They what are... Like, players? Yeah. I think a really good way of putting it is that I think they're the only team I've seen play at this tournament who are playing like a good club side. Um, yeah. Where it's just their understanding is, is second to none. They all... That they, I think they've looked like the most threatening team so far, and I'll confess as well. After yesterday's game, I, I bet on them to win the tournament. Yeah, um, wow. not to well, endorse gambling on this child-friendly <laughs> podcast. 
I am going to also say Italy haven't played great teams. I mean, Turkey have been massively underwhelming. Yeah, they couldn't even couldn't even show up against Wales. And yeah, they were they were great. They were much better last night than the first game. But I I I don't want to get on the Italy wave just yet. I'm still not convinced by their individual yeah. quality. Let's, like let's see have, them play a good team. Yeah, let's players, see how they do against a good team. There's decent players in there. Chiesa can be good. Insigne is kind of meh, can be good. Immobile, same again. Barella, very talented. Chiellini and Minucci, old. old. Yeah, let's see them against like, I Italy's backline hasn't had to deal with like Mbappe yet. So yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm I'm skeptical about Italy. Obviously they'll get through they're through the group nice and comfortable, nice and easy. But don't wanna don't wanna be sticking actual money on them just okay. yet. Okay. No. Um let's let's move let's go more broadly about the competition. We talked about England, talked about all that. And I guess it's quite obvious. Who's been the most disappointing team for you guys so far? I'll probably go Turkey. Yeah, they've I lost three. So. They've lost three nil and two nil. And I thought they had a good squad. They have good centre backs. Demiral and Soyuncu. Soyuncu, so aren't you? I thought was actually good yesterday. Um, I thought he was good in the first game as well. To be honest, I, I, th- I, I thought, thought he's been all right. Yeah, I only saw bits and bobs. Um, they have a good midfield. Chalonolo is a good player. I don't, I don't think they've had a good midfield. I think I think Chalonolo is okay. There's a reason why he's only ever been at Leverkusen and AC Milan, like a poor AC Milan. It, I think he's a good player. I don't think he's anything nah, more I, than good. I, I was never, I was never on the Turkey dark horse wave. I think, but basically because of what Ed said, like they have decent, they've got good, good a decent defense and pretty good attacking options. But yeah, yeah, everyone's talking about Yilmaz, yo, league on, let's say no more. And yeah, yeah and, I'm, I'm not even going as far as they were dark horses before. I'm just saying they shouldn't really be like the first forty minutes yesterday. Wales they shouldn't be listening to Wales, though. Yeah, no, but I, all Wales. And Wales aren't an especially fantastic team. Like, uh, let's yeah. not get it twisted. They, I, they I, can perform, but they're not a great yeah. team. I, I like, just they've thought... lost to Hungary. They've lost to Azerbaijan. They've lost to some crap teams. And the, Turkey, Turkey didn't really turn up at all. No, they, they deserve to go get sent packing, I think. And I hope they do. They, they've been crap. And yeah, as, yeah, as you said, not... it's just... It's just They've got some good players here and there, but they don't have. I don't think they have one single player who's going to be like the spark going forward. Mm. I think Wales are a better team purely by virtue of the fact they've got Bale and Ramsey, like two superstars. One Ramsey's not a superstar, but two one superstar, one top quality player who have done it internationally time and time again. I'd rather have that than a team full of average players and and turn up and turn up on the big stage. Yeah, I think what you got to consider as well is. Wales in the last Euros performed amazingly well. This is basically the exact same team. The best players from that generation, bar like Ashley Williams, are still in that side, and they they aren't they aren't washed. I wouldn't say I would get back. Bale is a bit washed, but Ramsey's still, I'd argue, near the peak of his powers. And I think with Turkey as well, you've I'd, got actually, to... I'd actually argue this Wales team is even better because they have got some young stars coming yeah. through, in like I Harry, think... Harry Wilson and Ampadu. Yeah, international pedigree. Not to suggest that Wales do have like some international pedigree, but (laughs) I've always thought with Turkey like apart because I think they they got to the World Cup semis in 2002, didn't they? And that is really their only mark in football history, international stage. A country that size that loves football the way they did perform, and they perform like that every single fucking time. Yeah. And it actually annoys me how bad. <laughs> so I can't imagine how how if you're Turkish how you must feel watching that because it's not it's just yeah. nowhere near good enough. 
Um, they've been my the most disappointing team by uh, a comfortable distance, actually. Probably, oh, probably really? Croatia for me, to be yeah, fair. Um, yeah, I, they, I expected they, it, though. I expected that. And it's only been one game as well. I think Croatia, yeah, could, yeah. they could beat Scotland, Czech Republic, and then things are looking They'll probably again. go through. They'll probably go through. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, who would you say has been a team that has really impressed you? And I'm going to rule out Italy for this one. Yep. Um, uh, okay, Amazon, you go first. Give me a minute to think. I am going to go... You know what? I'm going to go Netherlands for that for that game. Because I've always... The last few years, I've been really sceptical about them. Historically, now they are pedigree. They are it. Yeah. Quality out or have been a quality outfit. Well, they've never, they've never won the um, World Cup. They've only, I think, they've won one European Championship, and that's it, isn't it? Yeah, and and a cut and a couple of finals as well. Remember yeah. as well, they are they are well, for a tiny country. They are quality, and um, have always have been. And I thought this Holland team, well, worst worst we've seen in our in our lifetime. And Ukraine aren't a bad team, and they came out all guns blazing. They're defensively not. Very solid, but we already knew that. And Frank De Boer is a pretty god awful coach, as we know from the Premier League. Yep. But <laughs> yep. But they they came out, they scored three. Wine Alden looked fantastic. If they can sort out their defence a little bit, get to lick back in there, look look a bit more solid, then they have a, a good chance. I think. Yeah. Belgium Belgium are losing obviously, right obviously, now, by I don't think obviously, yeah, I saw that. Really? Obviously, I don't think Holland are gonna win, but um I, I was I was impressed. I yeah. was impressed with no win, and especially after losing a two 0 lead, then come back and win. Yeah, in like the last five, that takes that takes guts. I agree, but I actually I thought ah they, well, I was actually going to say their opponents. I thought you Ukraine have impressed me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, to be fair, they were also yeah coming back. And I was going to say as well as well, North Macedonia don't look half as bad as I thought they would. Like they don't they look, look really out of their good. depth. Um, and U- Ukraine, I think I think Ukraine puts together some really nice pieces of play. And if they had like you know slightly more individual quality and weren't relying on, I, I thought Zinchenko was pretty horrible today. I thought mm. um, I mean, he's I not good. good. He's not a good footballer, is he? No, I don't know. But um, yeah, I think they they're well coached. I think Shevchenko has done a done a good job with them. They they have some nice understanding. Um, mm. It yeah, what Yarmolenko is looking like a, a a great player, and that's what I wanted to ask as well. Um, is which player are West Ham going to buy for 30 million off the back of this tournament that is uh, going to be terrible? It's someone from a stupid country as well. It can't, it can't be like Spain or England or France. Yeah, Patrick Schick. You know I what? Think he, just, he, he took his goals really well, to be fair. Like, he just is, he is a good player. Yeah. But he will be would back score, at West Ham. Would, would score four goals in the Premier League at most. <laughs> um, well, actually... And maybe this could answer your question, Pet, about stupid countries that a player could come from for West Ham. Uh, I thought Slovakia were quite good, to be fair, as well. Uh, oh, yeah. It. But was that also Poland being rubbish? Poland also in the running for extremely disappointing countries. Same they always are, though. Turkey. They always are. Same thing as Turkey. They have good players. They're a massive country. And they're always shit. For, for, I don't know they're why. Always, they're always bad to watch as well. Oh, horrendous. Lewandowski looks piss poor. <laughs> Um, I've seen tweets about how he was surprised that Poland hadn't bought all of the Slovakia players yet. <laughs> and he did, I do feel sorry for him. Like it is a bit like he's gone from playing with the best, some of the best players in the, in the very world, to the scrubs. You know, some of those players in that yeah, starting point playing in like the 
the Bundesliga two and shit like that. Yeah, it's, it's not the same, is it? Um, but yeah, I think my my dark horse team. No, my team that has impressed me the most. I would say, I don't know. I, I, I'm just going to go through a list, a, little, a couple ones. I think Finland look very. Have been they are unlucky to lose against Russia. I think the other day. I think they've looked really yeah, nice. I, I, don't considering. Wanna, I don't want to count their win for obvious circumstances. Yeah, no, of we'll, we'll, I think we'll finish up with a bit about that. It couldn't have happened yeah. in the first place. So um, I'm, oh, Sweden. I mean, to be fair, Sweden, I thought, given... I know they got they got technically dominated, even though I don't really agree. Possession doesn't equal domination. I think, no. actually, in terms of goal-scoring opportunities, Sweden might have out-XG'd out them, I'm not sure. Um, Alexander yeah. Isaac. <laughs> Isaac looks brilliant, to be fair. Oh, yeah. Although, absolute to be player. fair... So in terms of XG, I think Morata's chance that he missed was like a I was, five XG. I, was say, <laughs> so. I think that's more Spain being utterly, utterly. Oh, I, can I just can I just say? I, I hope you have any Spanish listeners. I hate Spain. The football <laughs> they the football they play is so shit. I hate Pep for for making all this stuff happen because mm. that type of football only looked good when Xavi, Iniesta, and Messi were doing it. Any other team trying to do it, it's boring. It's crap. No more. No, yeah, this, yeah. The, this, the, pay, this is the pace and power podcast for a reason. You know, this isn't the the pass and pass podcast. <laughs> we reckon he will one day manage the Spanish national team. No, oh, I think politi- politically, I don't think. He oh would, shit! Uh, yeah, no that, chance. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't think he'd go for nah, it? Not until Catalonia is independent. Yeah, he's yeah. managed them as well. To be fair, well, I think that, that just, just draws it up. For one week of international football, I've it's been absolutely fantastic. Nice. I've loved, loved it. Every it's such a it. such a treat, isn't it? Um, obviously, we all saw what happened with Christian Eriksen when um, that happened. And you think about it now. Obviously, recording is nearly a week since it happened. Um, that could have been that could have been it for the tournament. You know what I mean? Yeah. If he died there, you know, I remember when it's happening. I was I've ne- I haven't been that upset with anything in my in you know the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, to see a player that I've it seen, was, you know, it was it was horrifying. It was absolutely no. Horrifying. And obviously, I don't want to talk about the coverage and the way all that stuff. Like, obviously, it was bad, but you know, I, I that's not. I don't that think that's right. really the yeah. point. You shouldn't. Obviously, the stuff we saw on the camera. Um, I I remember I only switched on and I saw like a shot of like him, his wife being consoled. I just thought this, you know, this is ridiculous. You can't. I, Horrible. No one, no one needs to see that. Um, I, I when I was watching, I didn't have any commentary, so I was obviously out, and I think it made it even more mm. traumatizing. Not knowing, not even being able to hear anyone sort of reassuring or saying what the hell was going on. Or yeah. like there was one, there was one point I remember looking up at the the first time I noticed it was just a clip of, and to know who it was at that point, just their legs shaking, and mm. I, I was, yeah, I was distraught like i was I, i'm very very glad that i i was at the pub on non-footballing business um and i thought so yeah. i didn't i didn't see any of it and i still haven't seen any of it i'm so glad because the i i saw the muamba thing when i was still young and i still remember it it was this you know you, you think you're, you're seeing someone like actually die in front of you and you, mm-hmm. do, you don't want yeah. to it's, it's horrible it, so it was so, it's, the so time, it's the first time in our lifetimes that it's happened to like a, a bona fide superstar, like arguably Denmark's greatest ever footballer, like 
Not true. Normally, he's arguable <laughs> in terms of talent. He's up there. Loud drop. He's no, no, no. I mean, obviously, it's not the point. But they got Schmeichel. They got yeah. He's the best player of the <laughs> modern era, hundred percent. Post two thousand, he's a Milan star. Like it's the biggest. He is the biggest player that anything like this has ever happened to. Yeah, on such a big stage, like, yeah. and I, I, because obviously, like for me personally, I know once like when Fabrice Mamba happened. Well, I mean, to sound like a dick. I wasn't terribly aware of who he was, but yeah. even though Ericsson, Spurs, and whatever, mm. you still have more of a personal connection to him, having spent the last ten years watching him on my telly yeah. every yeah. every week, every other week. And yeah, it was uh, poor, poor man. I, no, I, it's yeah. uh, it's, well, um, yeah, it's, uh, it, I, it's indescribable how you, how you feel because obviously yeah. I don't know him. But as a, as a fan of the team that he played for for so long, um, it does feel like someone you know, and it's some you know you've yeah. seen all that horrible. His wife, you know, you wouldn't see that with most people ever. But dying, you know, people close to you wouldn't see that, um, yeah. and see that broadcast around the world like fans watching the players, which is horrible. But luckily, because I was like refreshing the feed on my phone like every five. like five seconds basically, and um, there's that picture emerged of him in the bed. Um, awake. It is, it is a miracle. I mean, a fair yeah. play to uh, the medical yeah. staff and Simon Keir, I can't pronounce his name properly, Simon Keir, Casper Schmeichel, all of them. I think the squad behaved admirably with how they went yeah. about the business. And to be honest, I'm rooting for them today against uh, against Belgium as well. Purely and as I think, how can you, you guys, how can you play you a tournament? Probably don't give a toss about this as well, but from, from like, uh, not just a personal football perspective but from like even a professional perspective for someone going into work in sport yeah that's unlike the way they acted is incredibly inspirational Heroic. yeah it's yeah. unbelievable like the the thought that I could who knows one day be doing that for any old football or rugby player it's yeah. unbelievably inspirational so all, all credit to them yeah, well, thank God, thank God he's all right. Um, I don't know if he's going to play again, but at, the, at this point, it doesn't seem like the fact that he's alive and he's not like critically ill. Like, I think that's just yeah. that's the best thing, isn't it? If if you'd offered us that at the time when he was he was he went down, everyone would have taken that, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, thank God, that's been the first roundup of the Euros, right there. Um, let's hope for another week of glorious football. Let's hope England utterly annihilate Scotland on Friday. <laughs> extinguish that rubbish from the competition forever. I'm joking. I love Scotland. <laughs> and yeah, until next time, guys. I'll see you in the next one. Pet, top left. See you later, mate. Thank you very much. Hamster in the bottom. See you later. Good if you enjoyed this episode, please do follow on Spotify, rate our podcast, watch the YouTube channel, subscribe to that. We love that. And have a great day. And we will see you at some point. Alright guys, peace. After the next week. Right. See you later. Have a good evening. <laughs>